for details. From the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio, it's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Well, how about this? A bonus hour of the Bill King Show. Talking college football, college football playoff coming up this weekend. You know, I think that Alabama is primed to beat Michigan. By the way, Pat and Cook, our producer at Pat and underscore Cook, I like Alabama to beat Michigan. Washington and Texas, that's a toss-up in my book. Anyway, Lashpaw, let's go to the phones. Let's talk to... Vandy Clay. Vandy Clay joins us. Good morning, Vandy Clay. Bill, how you doing? Doing good, sir. Happy New Year. Happy Halloween. Now, now, hang on. Hang on a second, Clay. Hang on a second, Clay. Come up for air. Now, I don't really talk a lot of college basketball until March, but you look at this Vanderbilt basketball team, and Stackhouse has got his hands full heading into the SEC season. Would you not agree, Vandy Clay? Where's Pogi? Well, Pogi, he became a grandfather, so he's probably bouncing his little right, baby we, grandbaby up on his knee. Have we, have we gotten enough out of that one? <laughs> Morning, everybody. How you doing? Yeah. It is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, presented by Omni Nashville Hotel. Patton Cook is here. Yes, he is. Patton under, it the, is still Patton Cook. And, and we just kicked Bill off yeah. uh, the air. Yeah. But, uh, Bill gets enough family. air time. So uh, apparently the Bill King open loaded for us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, unless we got another hour. Was that, was that like wishful Is thinking? Is it eight o'clock that, that they'd like to bump us out and have Bill do another I, hour? I think it's more hours? wishful thinking on our part. <laughs> or no, the co- listeners. No comment. I didn't say that. You just said yeah, that. So what's up, man? Oh, shout out to the Detroit Pistons. Detroit, let me, man. Let me tell you something, man. Them knuckleheads. Isaiah Thomas rolling over in his grave. Bill Lambert rolling over in his grave. Rick, Rick Mahorn, Bill Lambert, they rolled over in their graves, man. 27 straight losses. That's hard to do. Think of that. Their last win was... Broke the Cavalier streak last night. That's right. That's right. The post, the first post-LeBron Cavs, right? Uh, Rick Mahorn's still alive, too. I know, I know. But but <laughs> Charles says that when he talks about yeah. Oh, yeah. teams that were great in the past and they suck now, and he talks about their former great like whenever it's You know, when he rips on the Phoenix Suns or when he used to rip on the Phoenix Suns, he'd be like, damn, Marley, rolling over in his grave. Hey, the, is there any lot, part of your life when the Pistons were good, Patton? Uh, ben Wallace. Uh, in, like uh, I said, Chauncey yeah. Billups. Yeah, yeah the going to work few. Pistons, 2004. They beat Not the bad. Lakers. Not bad. So you, bad. How were you in a, I was four. six years old. Okay. So. Yeah. yeah. But, but see, they were good for a long time. Pogi and I remember the bad boys. Now, 
a lot of people didn't like the bad boys. I love the bad boys. I love the bad boy Pistons because they were just, they, they crashed the party, right? You know, in the NBA at that time, late, late eighties into the early nineties, everybody wanted, you know, magic in the Lakers bird in the Celtics, but they were too old and decrepit and Len bias dying unexpectedly really, you know, hurt their franchise going forward and set them back. And of course, Michael and the bulls were starting to get their thing going and then you had this team from Detroit, these physical, mean, you know, they did have a superstar, but he wasn't, not, a lot of people didn't like well, him. Well, he wasn't I, very likable, was, Isaiah. No. I, see, yeah. I loved Isaiah. Yeah. I thought, I, I, you know, but you're right. By and large, he wasn't very likable. And Lane Bear was a was a complete villain in a heel, so was Mahorn. And they just crashed the party. And, and they just, obviously Rodman. Yeah, yeah Dennis yeah, Rodman. Yeah, yeah there yeah. you go. And, uh, you know, they had John Sally, and then they brought in uh, Adrian Dantley. Vinnie Johnson. Yep, yep, the microwave. And they just, you know, outside of Detroit, nobody liked these guys. And they just crashed the party, and everybody just hated them, and they loved it. And Isaiah said, you know what? We're just going to be like the Oakland Raiders, the old, the 70s Oakland Raiders. We're just going to be physical, and we're going to elbow you, and we're going to give you hard fouls. And, you know, you don't like it? Do something about it. And they won back-to-back championships, and... You know, they were they were fun to watch in my in, in my view. Sticking with NBA, Grizzlies uh, have won four in a row since the return of Job, one sixteen to one fifteen overtime last night over the Pelicans. He had thirty one, uh, and was named the Western Conference Player of the Week. So can they? You know, there's still plenty. I was looking. They're four. They got nineteen losses. That's four back a tenth, which is that cutoff for that mm-hmm. play in thing. Mm-hmm. And then they're seven back of sixth, which guarantees you a playoff round. Uh, yeah, doable. And they I think little- I think they're gonna do it. Yeah. I really do. I think they've been energized by Jaw coming back and Jaws being Jaw. I I think they're gonna get scorching hot here and they're gonna get right back into this thing in the Western Conference. And still got Luke Kennard coming back. He's injured. Uh, saw him on the bench last night. So they got pieces. And to me, I I look around the Western Conference. I don't see that juggernaut like I see a couple other teams in the Eastern Conference. To be quite honest. No, and the the ones that are led by the stars, the Lakers and the Warriors, are middle of the pack teams yep. now. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, da- Dallas Dallas is good, but you don't know, you know, the Kyrie situation is always dicey, and you know, the Nuggets are solid, but it's tough to repeat. T Wolves, I mean, the Bucks, maybe. I mean, I'm looking on the other side, but the T Wolves, the Nuggets, who else? Are they the are they the two that beat? You think the Nuggets, Clippers? I'm looking at the standings now. Mavericks, Kings, nah, all really. very doable. Kings all, blew it last year, but middle. yeah, but yeah, there you. But to to both your guys' point, yeah. there, there is no dominant. You know, hey, if they're on their game, nobody can beat them. Team right now, you know, the Warriors are very vulnerable. So, yeah, I think I think uh, there is a path for the Grizzlies to really get hot here and get back into this thing. T Wolves, there's, there's enough time. Yeah, T Wolves are 22 and seven. Yeah, who knew that? I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just yeah. think they're kind of soft. Uh, Predators tonight uh, at home against the Hurricanes, coming off that wild, crazy loss on Saturday. So that back at it. 
uh, as well. So yesterday, uh, Vrabel usually not meeting with the media on Tuesday, but Monday was Christmas Day, so met with the media yesterday. What do we have over there from Vrabel? He was really good yesterday, Vrabel didn't you land. think, Patton? Uh, yes, got into it a little bit with Jimmy uh, over... Uh, I don't know. I, that may, that almost sounds like a setup it, a little bit. Yeah. You know, ask yeah. me about the referees. Right. You know, because he can says, do that with Jim. This right. says, Jim, why don't you tell me? Because yeah. they can't find you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That I'm in the hole after Christmas. Yeah, but no. Uh, yep. That of course, good. Mike Vrabel talking yesterday. Really, uh, main thing coming out of it. Will Levis an update? Uh, not only his ankle, but if he is able to play, what these final two games, uh, in Mike Vrabel's opinion, mean uh, for his future? Yeah, I, w- I mean, I think he'll try to practice tomorrow. Uh, you know, probably in a in a limited basis, but I think that he's uh, better. He's improved. And uh, he's been working hard to, to get back like everybody else. Do you feel like it's important to get him work if he's able to do it? I do. I do. I think that those are, um, you know, invaluable reps. I uh, would anticipate a, um, you know, great road environment, Gentry, and, and, and you know, playing, playing on a road. and, and Well, I... If he can play, he plays. I just think you got to trot him out there. Um, and I think that's what he said. I heard Red Ginger Estes he wrote his column today and said the same thing. Yeah, if he can play, he can, he's got to play because he needs those reps. There's no way duplicating real football reps. Now, you can say, well, you're going to get him killed behind that line. You know, you can design. that The line actually was better, uh, quite frankly, uh, this past week. So, I don't know. If he can play, I think he plays. You don't set him till next year. I think he needs to be 100% healthy. Yeah. He, it can't be a go out there and tough it out type. It, it's pointless. I, I know the reps are, are great, but last thing you need is for him to get rolled up on again on an already bum ankle. But if he's healthy, I agree with you, Greg. But I, I don't need to see a, a a gladiator go out there trying to tough out the good fight for a 5-10 and 10 football team. See, I'm kind of in the middle. Yeah, I, and I get that. I get that. <laughs> I'm in the yeah. middle because I see I I agree a lot with what Patton is saying, and I agree a lot with what you're saying, Pogi. I mean, it's you know, I would say, you know, if he's 85 percent or better, go out there, monitor him. If he's having, you know, you tell him, listen, don't be a hero. If you're having any issues, you got to let us know. And uh, you know, but yeah, so <laughs> that's that's where I'm at. I'm Switzerland on this. I'm neutral because. I think you both make great points on this. Um, there are things you could do to help True. Me, uh, eliminate or at least uh, mitigate the word. You well, know, yeah. His exposure. It, 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 yeah. it starts yeah. with turning around and yeah. handing off to number 22. <laughs> and let him get hit the very minute he Well, I mean, you know, he's, yeah. he's had some pretty good games in Houston against the Texans. Yeah. So. Uh, what else you got? Uh, the, we talked about it yesterday. The one-score losses that forever would swing in the Titans' mo- uh, favor has not been the case this season. Mike Vrabel's take on uh, some of the one-score losses uh, here uh, very lately. Oh, I don't know if we're not built to finish. I just think that uh, I think that we're close. You know, we've been close. You know, a lot of times, and we've sat up here and we could go through all the plays that you know are very positive, that are well coordinated, uh, with a lot of uh, effort and execution involved in it, and then you know. There's just too many of those plays that, you know, that, that get you beat, you know. And so, you know, we've got, you know, I was excited to be able to play uh, young, some young guys that really took advantage of the opportunity. 
and uh, whether that's on special teams or offense and defense, you know, but, uh, you know, I don't know if it, it's not being able to, to finish. It's just being able to, uh, you know, get in those positions. And, and again, we came from behind in Miami, you know, gave up the score there yesterday or a couple of days ago, you know, and then just really um, didn't get into that last drive, you know, how we needed to. That's That was probably the most disappointing thing. See, I think it's just a matter of not being able to finish because that's been a hallmark of these Vrabel teams these last several years, being in these close games, making the plays late, either protecting the lead with, uh, you know, big-time defensive plays or, you know, getting down the field when you need to to get a score. Um, it just we have we just haven't seen that since really, you know, November of 2022. And a lot of it's attrition. It, it really is just not having the quality of, of players out there on the field. I mean, they signed yesterday five new members of the practice squad. And you're going to see these guys play probably, right? Uh, d- hit me a ding if you heard any of these guys. Tight end Devin Asiasi. Linebacker Tay Crowder, he played for your Giants. Yep. Uh, yep. Ding, yeah, yep. uh, ding there. Uh, defensive wasn't tackle, very good. He got dinged. Uh, David Moa, who he played for. Uh, defensive back Darius Phillips, Western Michigan fifth round, and defensive back Kendall Sheffield, fourth round pick, twenty nineteen of the Falcons. I heard of Gary Sheffield. He's a really good baseball player. Marlins, Yankees, bunch of other teams. No. All right. <laughs> it just yeah, it's attrition. It it, it is. And yeah, you, you, you see more you know and what? more more. I think more and more of the marginal players. I think you will see them set, but where they would probably play, not the marginal players, more the the Simmons, those kind of players, not Levis, who needs the rep. You know, Simmons doesn't need any more reps, right? Nobody, no. you know, defensive line. No, we're, we're, blah, blah, we're good on Jeffrey yeah, Simmons. Or, or, we know what he that. can do. And, and and so I think you're going to see more of those where you know what you got. And shut them down, and then let these guys are going to play. Well, listen, Vrabel's done a great job. You look at all the injuries that uh, this team has had the previous two seasons, and you know how many times in the last couple of years has Vrabel brought in guys off the street on a Wednesday, and they're plugged in and playing on a Sunday, and usually playing pretty well. So he's got a great knack. Him and his coaching staff have a great knack at doing that. Now you don't want to do that, you know, too often. But you're right. It is a war of attrition, and you know now's the time for these guys to get out there and and play and just go out there and fight. And for them, they can put good stuff on tape to either stick around here or maybe catch on somewhere else. One more? Or you want to hold that one till later? Uh, up to you. Ah, right, let's do it right now. Get him out. Of, get, <laughs> yeah, get it out of here. Let's do one more. Get him out. A of lot here. of debate on DeAndre Hopkins, uh, specifically John, uh, on kind of whether or not it was worth it. Mike Vrabel talking about that, and as well as kind of what the veteran wide receivers meant to the rookie quarterback. Guys, yeah, I mean he's been uh, everything that that we've wanted. You know, I know that he. Uh, and we all would, would wish that things were different and that we would, uh, you know, had won more games up until this point. Uh, but I appreciate his attitude, his willingness, his competitiveness, uh, you know, each and every week. And, uh, you know, he'll, we'll find ways to, to hopefully have him help us this week and, uh, and, and moving forward. From your perspective, how much has he been a steady and influence for your rookie quarterback in Levis? Well, I, you know, I think that that's 
that's something that's been there. I think they, you know, early on they've had, you know, conversations. And again, Hop's played a lot of years and, you know, he's seen a lot of different coverages and things happen out there. And, um, you know, so the most important thing is that those guys are on the same page. Uh, there's nothing more important than that relationship. Uh, if I'm a receiver, I'm going to make sure that the quarterback, you know, knows where I'm going to be. So I think that they've worked hard on that. Um, you know, we'll see, you know, hopefully they can, you know, do that this week. To that end, yeah, you're right, Pat. And I did question when they signed him, and Pogi, you and I got into it a little bit over this, just the fact that if things weren't going well and he wasn't getting his targets, you know, would he be a negative influence? I was completely wrong about him. He has been a consummate professional since he's been here. Uh, he's, he's, you know, he's done his job, and he's made plays, and, you know, he's 61 yards away from 1,000 which is, uh, I think, commendable in a season like this at his age with how long he's played. So, you know what? I will I will raise my hand and say I was wrong about DeAndre Hopkins. He's been, you know, he's been terrific since he's been here. And, um, you know, so I take my hat off to him. And, you know, he's under contract for another year. And a big part of me would like to see the Titans, you know, bring him back next year, which I think they will. Yeah, well, I think they need to, obviously. Yeah. And I think he sees in Levis where this offense is progressing. I th- I don't think any of his skill or any of his athletic ability yeah, I never sp- questioned I, that. has diminished but I just at all. Felt, Do you see any of that? No. I, don't, I don't see any diminishing. I just, I just, you know, the way yeah. he left the Texans, the way he left the Cardinals, I just felt like, wow, he... He could be one of those diva guys. Like I mm-hmm. said, if he's not getting targets and the team's not winning, he could make trouble. But uh, Yeah, you know. and I'll give you the Cardinals one. I, I, that one, it was a, the Texans when every rat was on that ship yeah. trying to yeah, jump yeah, off Yeah, everybody of wanted it. Watson, everybody, everybody. everybody. Yeah, J.J. Zach, Zach Cunningham. Even J.J. Yeah. Watt after a while was like, all right, get me, get out, me of out of here. Get me out of here, You know, the All-American Boy Scout, J.J. Mm-hmm. Watt. So. All right. But I was wrong. I, I, I freely admit I was wrong about DeAndre Hopkins, and, you know, good on him. He's been He's been really good this year. All right, coming up this morning, Chris Sanders uh, this morning instead of tomorrow morning. And coming up after the break, a coach's view presented by Jody Jones Dentistry with Coach Watson Brown. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. 
Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142. That's 800-649-0142. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. It's the NFL on Sports USA, and we're in the Emerald City as the Pittsburgh Steelers come into Seattle to take on the Seahawks. The Hawks know how to fly thanks to Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Geno Smith throwing a slant by the goal line. Is it caught? Yes! Touchdown, DK Metcalf! The Steelers always get the stop thanks to the electric defense of TJ Watt. It's the Steelers at the Seahawks this Sunday on Sports USA. Coverage begins at 3 p.m. live on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. The show with the callers the other shows won't let on the radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Let's go! Oh, I like it! It's up to you now! It's up to you! I like it! And now, it's time for a Coach's View with Watson Brown. Brought to you by Jody Jones Dentistry. From the plateau, Coach Watson Brown, a Coach's View. Still uh, hadn't gotten him uh, nailed down for the Livingston uh, Grand Marshal Parade of next year's Christmas Parade, but I did find out who the mayor is and that his son was once recruited by Watson Brown, so I think I got to weigh in. Watson, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, Pogie. You got a whole year to work on this. Though. Oh, I'm going to have this you nailed. You give you a year for something, it's nailed. There's oh, no I'm, I'm disappointed I hadn't done it by now. Oh, Lord. I'm kind of pulling against you, but we'll go with it if it happens. <laughs> we'll all go up there, right? We'll come up there. Oh, okay. sure. Yeah. I'll, put, and, and, I'll put you put you and John in the car with me. We'll just No, no, I want to be on a float. Well, I just wanna I just wanna like there's gotta be some great places to get a nice hearty country breakfast in your oh, in your neck of the woods. You got that right, big man. <laughs> hearty comfort breakfast and meat and threes are all over the place. Oh, meat and threes, let's do it. You're, in. you're in good shape. <laughs> well, good talking to you, Watson. Appreciate yeah. it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Coach, uh, how was How's your... everybody? Did everybody have good. a good Christmas? Yeah, I was going to oh, say, yeah. Coach, how was your Christmas? Ours was great. Anytime family's here, it's a great Christmas. I had them all here this time. So that's kind of neat. Oh, yeah. 
You watching any of the bowl games? I watched one last night. That was uh, – I don't think anybody spelled defense on either one of those two teams. <laughs> oh, the Texas cow. State game? No, Kansas. Oh, can- oh Kansas. UNLV. Yeah. Kansas, UNLV. Yeah. Good gracious, alive. Yeah, every time I think I mean, of UNLV. It, Go ahead, Coach. I'm sorry. Yeah, it, it, they were trying to see who could score the quickest. <laughs> I think that was the contest more than the – than what the score was. Who can get? Who can score the quickest? Now, how do you so know? Kansas. Get, yeah, Vegas me, had it. Kansas had yeah. seven. Yeah, go ahead, Watson. I'll, I'll finish this. Kansas no, yeah. had seventeen penalties when I went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot, isn't it? And That's there a was lot. still a half a game, a half a quarter left. So I mean, I, I, they were on pace to break the all-time bowl record. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they did that or they didn't, so we'll see. I uh, just was going to say the spread was 13. Kansas wins 49 to 36. Oh, there you go. Good that? Lord. Nobody uh, knows what they're doing. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the By the way, the Texas State Rice game, the first responder bowl, the Texas State side yep. uh, ran out of beer in the second quarter, and they had to go over to the other side to get beer from the opposition. You know, that's just because you rice guys don't drink much. Y'all didn't drink much beer when you were there, were you? I'm not going there whatsoever. <laughs> you, can, you can try to trick me all you want, but I'm not going there, Pogey. I'm telling you. So, Texas State's first bowl game ever, so you can imagine. Wow. They had, wow. Good on they had a good time. They had a good time yesterday. Coach, uh, we were talking about this whole Will Levis situation, and, you know, He's a little banged up with that ankle, obviously. And Vrabel said yesterday, hey, if you know, I want to try to get him in there and, and get him eight more quarters, you know, to because he needs the reps. You know, I'm sure some would say, hey, you know, it's not worth it. You're five and ten. Let this guy heal up and get ready for next season. Where are you at? Where are you at with that? If, if Will Levis is, say, 85%, do you play him? If he can protect himself, move around well enough to protect himself, I play him, yes. Because I do think these last two games would be huge for him. Every rep he can get against great competition and, and uh, top dogs instead of preseason stuff, is John, is big. But that's a big if. I would make sure. I think 85% nip and tuck if he can still really protect himself. Yeah. Because I've had many kids, many through the years thinking back, where they've got a, a knee they're protecting and they hurt a shoulder. I mean, you end up trying to protect the place that's bothering you to the point you hurt something else. So mm. that's a big decision to me. And uh, I would let I would I would try to see if Will would be honest with me as a head coach, in my opinion. And oh, you know that's not going to happen. I'm good, protect, coach. I can no, play. I, know. I can play. But I have had some that <laughs> I'd had them long enough, and they'd been in the program long enough. And most times, quarterbacks. Be very honest. I wouldn't play a tailback. If he's eighty-five percent. It wasn't going to do any good. I wouldn't play a receiver at eighty-five percent because he's not good enough. But quarterbacks is a little different deal. I always thought quarterbacks and offensive linemen are the places maybe you can play one at an eighty-five percent mode. And Vrabel mentioned the fact that you know it'd be good experience for him going on the road, hostile environment. You know the Texans yep. have a lot to play for, and uh, you know listening to John McClain. Uh, a week ago, they are not happy about the whole we come to Nashville to play the Tennessee Titans and they're wearing Houston Oilers gear. And McLean said, well, if you feel that strongly about it, when they come here in two weeks, you know, boo the heck out of them. So that's going to be kind of a feisty, hostile environment, I think, well, for a I mean, young quarterback on Sunday. But good experience, no? 
Yeah, real good experience. And believe me, you don't have to wear the jerseys to get that environment hostile for the Titans. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, these two teams now, I think more than the Jags, more than the Colts, I think underneath, this is the rival of the rivals in the division. And and it's just because of where they came from. Yeah. I mean, it's Old just Houston it's versus the same Houston. thing. It's a little bit with Baltimore and Cleveland, the same deal, man. And mm-hmm. roots are deep, and especially roots in Houston. Tennessee, maybe not as much, but the Houston folks? And you can't tell me. I, I personally didn't think it was a good idea. I just didn't think. I thought it would be extra motivation for Houston to do that. Um, but... That's not me making that decision. No, I loved it. I love. I wish they'd wear it. Uh, oh, all I know the time. you love it as a fan, as a coach. I'm <laughs> yeah. not sure I would have loved it. it I is, might have had to say, I'd rather you hold it for a week, boys. But it's the people but, in Houston but, holding on, and people here don't care about Houston. I would dare say they'd consider the Colts. The Titans would consider the Colts bigger rivals, you know, than the yeah. Texans because when and the that's Texans, probably yeah, true. yeah, when the Texans came that's along, true. they weren't any good for what ten, but fifteen I'm gonna tell years. Because I'm going to tell you this because I've done it. When you play somebody that hates you, it becomes a rival pretty quick. Yeah, right. You, you feel that, and you jump back into it yourself too. So, I mean, as a Giants but, fan, Coach, I can tell you, I go back and forth. Some days, Cowboys are the biggest rivalry, most hated team. And, you know, then all of a sudden, I'll be like, oh, no, the Eagles are the biggest rivalry, most hated team. So, it just kind of depends. Oh, I know. It does. In a in – a, um, the NFL even is like the Southern rivalries to me because they've been playing so long. A lot of these teams now have been playing so long, and and it's there. It, you feel it with the Chiefs and the and the Raiders the other night. I mean, that's been a rival since I was a kid, man. And they hated one another mm-hmm. in the OAFL. Hated one another, and and I love those games. I was a I was a Snake fan, a Kenny Stabler fan. So I was. I mean, but man, I can remember those games late in the year when those two would play, or they might even meet in the playoffs at some point somehow. And I felt it on the Raiders' side again the other night. I didn't on the Chiefs' side, but I felt it on the Raiders' side. Unlike college, uh, you play your rival within the division two times a year, mm-hmm. too, right? Yeah, and, and, yeah and, and, I agree. And, and this agree whole thing 100%. where they play twice in three weeks, do you like that, Coach? That To me, that's a little – I don't know. No, I don't. I don't like that at all. I don't understand why they do that unless they're just trying to keep – the division um, competitive late in the year to where they don't know who's the winner. But I don't like that. No, not at all. Um, I always – I never got to do that because you only played your rival once, mm-hmm. whatever it was. And we had two of them at UAB, big rivals, and that was Southern Miss and Memphis. And we played one early in the year and one late in the year. So we were ready, they were ready, and they were always great games. And, of course, we – Vanderbilt and Tennessee um, – but the, you got to win some of those games for it to be a good rival. You got to keep it competitive. I was in the state with Alabama and Auburn, and I was coached in the in the Mississippi Ole Miss one, and I coached in the Texas Oklahoma one. And I'm telling you, it's amazing how it is that season. the The rest of the year after that game, whether you win it or you lose it, it's Mm-hmm. You feel it, man. Right. You feel it 100% for 365 days before you get another shot. Well, none more magnified. I think even more so than Auburn, Alabama's Michigan, Ohio State. I oh, think, that, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that hatred runs deep, yeah. man. That is that is something they think about 365 days a year. Hey, Coach, uh, yeah, Coach, speaking of the Chiefs, 
what the heck is wrong with them? I watched that game the other day, and, you know, it looks like Mahomes doesn't trust his offensive line anymore. He doesn't trust what he sees downfield. He doesn't trust his receivers. Hell, even Kelsey's doesn't look like he's focused. I mean, I know he's got a lot going on these days. I mean, what what has happened with the Chiefs in your mind? What do you see? In in my mind, John, there's something in that locker room that ain't right. Mm. Uh, they they in years past, last four or five years even, they get down, they keep their cool, they work their way back. Nothing bothers them. That was what they did, and now it's complete opposite. The minute something happens, they they just go off the deep end. Everybody loses their cool on each other. Um, Andy doesn't seem to have his hand on the locker room. Like I always thought that's one of the underlying things he did fantastic. Everybody gives him the X and O deal. Mm -hmm. I thought he's handled his teams through the year. Same way at Philadelphia. I thought he's handled his teams as good as any coach up there. And this is the first time ever I've just seen them. They're, they're, they're not together. And Patrick is not playing well at all. Mm -hmm. he, he's running, John, uh, before he needs to be leaving yep. the pocket. Uh, he's not checking in. It looked like the night we beat them when the Titans beat them a few years back. And they left here, and they learned how to check the ball down. And everybody's starting to play them in zones. They're not giving them a lot of man-to-mans. And, and I saw Travis Kelsey open probably five or six times underneath where he could have immediately took the ball to him, or at least at worst checked it down to him. And what I see him doing is what I see rookies doing. Look, look take a look at where you want to throw and then take off. Mm. And I think he's really hurting them right now. He's got to settle down if they're going to make a run, and I don't think they're capable of making a run, and it's too bad because that is a very good defensive football team. John, John's blaming the whole thing on, on Taylor Swift. Well, I'm not sure she's not part of it. There's a lot, though. Uh, there's a lot. I mean, seriously. Because, the other thing, like if you're the other a backup, guys, go ahead, coach. The other thing to me, how many times are you seeing Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, and Travis Kelsey on TV and yep. commercials and stuff? I yep. think there was a lot going on in the off season. Probably still going on in commercials during the season, and I just think it's caught up with them a little bit. Yeah, and I think I do think this whole Taylor Swift thing. You know, Kansas City's not a big city; it's kind of a small town, and that's that, no. that's a lot to deal with. Hey, uh, Coach, I wanted to ask you about the job D'Amico Ryan's has done since uh, you know they're oh. playing the Texans this week. I mean, a rookie head coach. He wanted to be in Houston. Of course, he played there. He's a darn good linebacker when he was there, from what I remember. But you know, rookie quarterback. Of course, he's injured. Hopefully, he'll get back soon. You know, they this team has no business. You know with a chance to win this division this late in the season. How about the job D'Amico's done? It, it's top. I think he's coach of the year. I, I know there's been two or three that have done good. I pick him because, uh, first of all, I, I recruited him, uh, D'Amico. He was, he was a Birmingham kid, and uh, we recruited him at UAB hard. Jess Lanier played at Jess Lanier, and – Alabama came in. They didn't just jump all over him early. So we were around for a while till Alabama offered, and then boom, he is gone. But uh, he was a competitive kid in high school. I watch him on the sidelines. He has got the it factor to me, John. He's a, He can stay under control, and yet he's got that competitiveness over there. You can see it in him. And I think it's rubbing off on his players. They are under control. They don't lose their coup. 
Uh, and and yet they never, ever are out of a game. They just keep coming at you and keep coming at you. That we, we were dominating them up here, dominating them in the first half, and they just stayed calm. Uh, you never see him up or down, but you feel a competitiveness in his eyes. And when you've got both of those, you've got something as a head coach. I call it the it factor as a head coach. Yeah, Watson, uh, you turn the uh, keys to the UT offense. Looks like it's going to be Nico. Reports are out there. Or rumors are out there instead of Joe Milton. And, you know, and it, nice story with Joe Milton, but I think it's time to turn the page. Yeah, and the way the way bowls are treated now, guys, when I was coaching, winning that bowl game meant a ton. And now, with the, all these opt-outs, I think my brother's got 10 starters out today. West Virginia's got a bunch. Mm. Um, here's the Orange Bowl. We all grew up. The Orange Bowl, the orange, the sugar, and the rose. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Orange Bowl has been so special for so long, and look how many people aren't playing. The backup quarterback at Florida State offs out and goes to the transfer portal. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's just a different world, and the, and the bowls better take a look at it, or all of a sudden ESPN's not going to want to put them on as mm-hmm. much, and everything's going to fade now because it's all off the dollar. But in saying it that way, Pogey, that's why I'd say I play him if I'm them. Yep. I play him. I let him go. If I give Joe a series or two just to just to pat him on the back and say thank you for all you've done for us. Mm-hmm. But I play him today. And it's all off of the way these bowls are now treated, guys. I yep. mean, it, it's Tennessee is playing a bunch of freshmen in the secondary because of all the opt-outs. I mean, it's, it's just unbelievable to me. And I won't tell you what I predict. I'm going to tell you, when it gets to these 12 teams next year, I think there will be people pull out of some of those. Those 12, 11, 10s, 9s. I wouldn't doubt it. All these agents or a a ticked-off kid uh, that's not getting used the way he wants or something just goes to the transfer portal. Um, Just watch it. Right now, nobody is pulling out of the national championship, the four teams. But I think when it goes to 12, we'll see some pulling out, and it's going to kill us all when we see that. By the way, uh, with the uh, North Carolina, your brother, West Virginia, the Duke's Mayo Bowl, you're going to have like a mayo spread at the Brown House. Dude, if I'm a coach, I'll be like, hey, when we win this game, nobody's putting any mayo on me, all right? Sorry. Good luck with that. (laughs) I mean, uh, my brother will taste that mayonnaise. You you would wear mayonnaise all day after a win. I don't want to hear it. If I won the the Duke Mayo Bowl and put it anywhere on me, you won't. I'll deal with it later. Put it on oh, me. See, there's too much vision. Right. Between my toes, anywhere no, you want to put be it, quiet. go for it. By the way, this is a promo. No, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, real. Well, we won't play uh, it right before lunch. Right, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> By, okay, here's your one. If you win the Pop-Tarts Bowl. Oh, man, I love Pop-Tarts. The trophy has edible Pop-Tarts Well, there you it. go. Strawberry or blueberry? Yeah, and, and in about 20 years, when that thing's all dusty in mm-hmm. the uh, uh, trophy case, we'll eat them. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> no, Bogey, if you're there, you start on them as soon as yeah. that trophy's put up there. I, you, you'd be eating them Pop-Tarts, bud. I'm I'll, I'll right provide now. the toaster. All right. <laughs> See you, Watson. I eat them straight. I, eat, uh, I like Pop-Tarts without uh, putting I, them yeah. in the toaster, too. 
Happy New Year, Watson. We'll talk to you next Wednesday. Happy New Year, guys. All right. Happy New Year, Coach. Yep. Wide open till the top of the hour. You want to give us a call? 615-844-5600. And now, Paramount Roofing and Exteriors is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Paramount Roofing and Exteriors, serving Middle Tennessee. For all your roofing and exterior needs, give the pros a call today at 615-635-1790. 615-635-1790. That's Paramount Roofing and Exteriors, LLC. Going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. Your brain is an amazing thing. But as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, and anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com slash win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com slash win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. It's the NHL Winter Classic on Sports USA, and we ring in the new year in Seattle as the Kraken host the Vegas Golden Knights at the outdoor home of the Mariners. It'll be an action-packed matchup of the NHL's newest franchises. The Knights know how to cash in their shots with Eichel and Stone. The Kraken will defend with Dunn, Larson, and Grubauer between the pipes. It's the Cup champion Golden Knights and the Kraken outside in Seattle. New Year's Day on your home for the NHL playoffs and the Stanley Cup, Sports USA. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, where the only adult in the room just graduated from college. Yeah, cool promo on New Year's Day. 
the alternative, the outdoor classic. Is that what they call the outdoor games? Uh, Vegas and Seattle. Where are they playing it? The Golden Knights and... The Kraken! Unleash the Kraken! T-Mobile Park in Seattle, Washington. In Seattle. Oh, okay, where the Mariners play. Outdoor, uh, yeah. So uh, we've got that on New Year's Day. Let's take a call or two. 615-844-5600. Tony. 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 Good morning, guys, and good morning, John. Good morning, Tony. Happy holidays. Yeah, happy, happy holidays holiday. to you and yours. I uh, hope everybody had a good Christmas. Of course, we're still in the week of holiday season, especially with the bowls. And uh, that is that brings me to a question I have for you guys. Uh, you know, it, when the bowl games are listed and the point spreads go out, and then you see all these players opting out or hitting the portal or whatever, mm-hmm. why does that not really affect the spread as much? Well, I think it has on some, but I think a lot of it's both sides are having opt-outs, right? Yeah. You know, and so I don't know. I think one game gotten the spread was it moved like six points. I, I just think once they put that line, you it doesn't move a lot one way or the other unless there's You're like, right, yeah. Greg. Yeah, I mean, I don't I've never seen them move much more than a couple points in in general. When you see Florida yeah. State. Oh yeah. Their list of players, it's unreal and uh it looks like Santa Claus is naughty list. Hell, if Mike Norvell uh, uh could, he'd probably opt out of coaching that dang thing. He's you know, they're still pissed off they didn't make the playoff. <laughs> that is true. And they're They've really started this push of, of really wanting to leave the ACC. I don't know how much they will bring to the Big 12 if they was to go there. They had their chance to join the SEC back in under Bobby Bowden. That didn't happen. They probably made the right decision back then. But now that they – if they wanted in the SEC now, I don't see it happening unless they went to a, a mega conference. We're already at a super conference. So it'd be going to a mega conference, and uh, and some one other thing, Greg and John and Patton, if we want to chime in. These players, even in the bowl games, guys, I've seen this. A team's on the run, and then the no huddle and the hurry up offense, up tempo, and you all of a sudden see like a guy got sniper shot, you know, and he just falls out, and they bring him. Oh, they got to run out, rub his legs, squirt him a shot of water. Two plays later, he's back in. You know, just I think of a player going forward. I think a player, if he goes down like this, and it's pretty obvious, maybe a rule change of a player gets hurt, or even if he's faking being hurt, that he must set out the remainder of that series of downs. And, I mean, you're just seeing this over and over. And as these games get closer and closer to the championship games, I think you're going to see it even more. So, y'all think so? I, or y'all think? Yeah, I, I, that's pretty punitive, really. Because, uh, boy, you, you're a slippery stro- slope if you're going to start grading or judging whether somebody is faking injury or not. You are you better be careful with that. Yeah. I, yeah. You know. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying, and we all know it, but get, then again, part, everybody it. does it. Though. Every, yeah, yeah, it's, it's gamesmanship. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it, it is but what do, it is. It is funny how they just fall like they've been shot, like you know, like a, a cannon shot up and or something. Mm-hmm. One last thing, now i get off here on this. 
Uh, I don't know what Jerry Stackhouse said to the players from last week to Saturday, uh, but kudos to the way they played against Memphis. And who knows, Patton, maybe we'll see a little bit more of that going forward. Who knows? So. All right, guys. All right, thank you, Tony. I'm out of here. Thanks, Tony. Thank you for yeah. letting taking the call. And I'd like to say, happy holidays. All right, happy, happy New Year. Happy New Year, too. Yeah, uh, what Teresa was talking about, Memphis's schedule, how they had just sort of had a probably was overlooking Vandy. That's not, you know, but Vandy went and played hard. And what, Manjon had 22, and I guess something like that. And But they're still, what, four and nine? Wake me up when baseball's. Uh, <laughs> Let me know okay. when Tim Corbin trots out there. All right. Well. I think we know where he stands. Four and eight. Four and eight. All right, we'll take a break. Tis the season for all of my favorite treats. Now, where are Grandma's homemade holiday cookies? Hold up. Where are Grandma's cookies? Easy, Joe. Grandma brought something even sweeter this season. (gasps) Your triple fudge brownies? No, Joey. Holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Made from scratch holiday wins? Grandma, you're a genius. Give the gift of holiday instant games topped with sweet cash prizes. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Oh, what game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger. And 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger. And one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much. By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. Granger presents the ones who get it done. As the college football season progresses, the excitement continues to grow with packed stadiums and cheering crowds. Each team still dreams of winning the college football national championship, but come January 1st, only four teams will remain in contention. The question is, will Georgia be one of the four, and can they pull off another championship for a three-peat? Only time will tell. The ones who get it done has been sponsored by Granger. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop on by. Say, for the ones who get it done, Granger is offering high-quality supplies and solutions for every single industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and the experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people even safer. So, call, click Granger.com, or just stop on by. Granger.com. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. It's a Bill King Show. 
We are college football centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong spheroid. And we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this year radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, or as we call it, Two Men and a Baby. Don't you agree? I agree. I'm uh, a tradition unlike any other. Uh, I do a <laughs> prime rib roast every January 1st. Mm-hmm. Sort of a celebration of the year gone and mm. a, year, a year to, year 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 to come. Yeah. And, and that's only I can only afford it once a year because right. I save up all year to buy it. <laughs> so uh, do we have anybody on the line, uh, Pat? Okay, I, I just want to make sure because uh, yesterday I, we had you and I got yakking at RD. Yeah, and poor RD. Was, I, we yeah. Hung, like, oh, dang, RD. Uh, but no, I'm uh, get it, uh, and then I do a, a reverse sear. But I was thinking instead of doing you know Monday morning, January first, right? Do it on Sunday morning. That way you have Sunday and Monday. To gorge yourself, sure. I mean, this is more than just a one meal thing. Yeah, I, mean, I you got, remember last year you I brought left, you up biscuits, right? Yeah, you got, Prime le- you got leftovers. You yeah. can make us, you know, sandwiches for a little late night snack mm-hmm. when you're coming home after calling a, a basketball game or something. And- Which tomorrow starts a nine week period of two games a week. Eighteen. Wow. Eight, I've got a. I've got a game every Saturday for nine st- double headers. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. women we're doing the women road games on on, T- on uh, Nashville Sports Radio. That's wonderful, and, and so and the men obviously. So uh, we'll uh, Nashville Sports Radio WNSR, mm-hmm. your home for Tennessee State men's and women's yep. basketball all winter yep. long. Tomorrow night we will do the TV is for the women tomorrow night, and then men's radio tomorrow night for the home games. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's tomorrow. Hey, there's something I want to do tomorrow. And I want you to be a part of it. I want to do it. Uh, Chris Sanders is coming today. We got we don't have anybody booked for tomorrow. I want to spend the show tomorrow. Uh, I told you, and they're due. And I hadn't. I've just been, you know, you know how everybody procrastinates, right? Oh God! I have it's, been. So you know what I always say, Greg? Procrastinate now. Don't put it off. Yeah. So um, <laughs> the uh, but I was asked. You know, I guess a lot of the people who've been here, you know, from the whole from the get go. Uh, I have been uh, a member of the twenty Titans twenty fifth anniversary team selection committee, and I want to do that with you guys and our listeners. And it's we've been pro- doing that at News yeah, Channel Five. Yeah, it's the Pro Bowl. You have the part of this. I guess you guys are. You know, I'm wanting to imagine you guys are a part of the panel. Anyway, the steam team is constructed based on the Pro Bowl format, meaning three quarterbacks, three running backs. Mm-hmm. Well, that's easy. Remember, we were going to have trouble with two. Who's the third? Who do you leave out? Well, that yeah, I three think, running I think, backs. I think, I think we have our three. Yeah. Not a lot of drama no, in that selection. Right. In any order, Eddie. Eddie, CJ, and Derek. And Derek. Okay. All right. <laughs> Wide receivers. Dang. To get four? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Can I get Especially one? Especially you know, all the years well, of the Jeff Fisher offense. <laughs> well, tight end's going to be easy. Yep. Uh, two, Delaney and two, Frankie. Two tight ends. Maybe we won't do this tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> okay. Three defensive ends, three tackles, three guards, two centers, a fullback, and defense, three defensive ends, three interior, uh, six linebackers, four cornerbacks, three safety, one punter, one place kicker. 
Mm. One long snapper. Mm. Mm. One return specialist. One special teamer. And uh, they ha- they give me this is really good. They give me the list of eligible players at every position. Okay. That way we don't have knuckleheads. Right. <laughs> like you know, Perry Phoenix being voted on or something. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Perry. All right. Coming up, Chris Sanders, wide receiver. And he is on the list of potentials. Maybe I get some money off. Well, depending on how this call goes, whether or not we Uh get your vote or not. Yep, yep. All right. 560 AM, 95.9 FM, Brentwood, Nashville. 107.9 FM, Smyrna. Nashville's first 24-hour sports station. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. ABC News. I'm Derek Dennis, former President Trump, winning a legal fight in Michigan over his quest to become president again. The state Supreme Court rejecting an appeal that would have barred Trump from the state's 2024 ballot due to the 14th Amendment and his role in the January 6th insurrection. Several other states have had similar legal challenges. A meeting today between Mexico's president and a U.S. delegation over the migrant crisis at the southern border. U.S. officials say that this urgent meeting will try to help address some of the root causes of the immigration crisis, as well as tackle border security. All of this comes as the White House is still locked in tense negotiations with Republicans and Democrats on Capitol Hill over immigration reform, which is now directly linked to any future aid for Israel and Ukraine. ABC's Jay O'Brien just Today, a plane load of migrants had landed in Philadelphia instead of New York due to bad weather were bust to the Big Apple. No winner in the Christmas Day Powerball jackpot, so the prize is now $700 million. This is ABC News. Military veterans and active duty service members, you could become a certified cyber warrior with just 12 weeks of training at My Computer Career. Cybersecurity specialists are in high demand, and IT pros with these skills often enjoy abundant opportunity and a great lifestyle. Protect our people, liberty, and treasured institutions from cyber threats. GI Bill, SkillBridge, and other VA benefits are available to those who qualify. Learn more at mycomputercareer.edu CWP. That's mycomputercareer.edu CWP. I feel like I'm constantly cleaning hair off my bathroom floor. At least my Swiffer Sweeper makes it easy. Sweeper heavy-duty dry cloths have ultra-thick pads to trap and lock hairs, like a hair magnet. And when I'm finished cleaning up my hair, Sweeper takes care of his, too. Now the hair's gone, all thanks to Swiffer. Try Swiffer Sweeper heavy-duty dry cloths. I promise you'll love them or your money back. And also try Swiffer Sweeper Wet to make quick work of tough, sticky messes. WNSR. The Locksmith Company, our full-service locksmithing expert, is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You could make a difference in the life of a child. This message is brought to you by The Locksmith Company, a proud veteran employer. For all your residential, commercial, or automotive locksmithing needs, call today for a free estimate or 24-7 emergency service at 931-801-5427. 931-801-5427. And also visit the LSCO.com. The Locksmith Company is looking forward to seeing you.
We all know that Nashville life can get hectic. In the middle of all the madness that is life, don't forget to take care of yourself. Treat yourself to Nashville's ultimate relaxation experience at Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel. With services for men and women, Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel is your one-stop shop for full body treatment. Begin your experience in the exquisite relaxation room, then enjoy a full body treatment or even a couple's massage before finishing in the salon. Located on the fourth floor of the Omni Nashville Hotel, Mokara Spa is Nashville's highest quality self-care oasis. To book your experience or gain information on packages, call Makara Spa today at 615-761-3600. Again, 615-761-3600. Or log on to theomnihotel.com. And with every booking, you'll have free valet parking and rooftop pool access to enjoy the Music City skyline. And through Labor Day, enjoy the fourth floor spa terrace for only $20. Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel, Fifth Avenue, downtown. Trusted for creative design and committed to both the function and aesthetics of your smile, Jody Jones Dentistry for 26 years has provided a wide range of general and cosmetic dentistry services along Nashville's Music Row and coming soon to Hermitage and Murfreesboro. The Nashville leader for cosmetic dentistry provides a unique luxury environment for patients who want his famous Hollywood smile. Just ask the country music stars, actors, athletes. Yeah, he was eight years the dentist for the Predators to display his celebrity smile. To learn more, visit JodyJonesDDS.com or call 615-259-5100. Behold, it's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? Welcome back to the Greg Vogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ow. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Ow. It is hour number two. Get back to your calls here in a little while. Chris Sanders from the Titans and Oilers and the Buckeyes. Good morning, Chris. What's going on, man? I love the voice this morning. Duh! Ohio State D. I didn't say the Ohio State I said the Tennessee Titans. You sound like Greg Gumbel. I mean, for real. (laughs) 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 Oh, really? on the phone? No, 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 no. Okay, okay. We're not, we're not starting. That. We're not starting with it. Okay, all right. But, more, more like Brian Gumble. But you gonna be nice yeah, to be exactly. on this call, Chris okay? Sanders? Last no, question. Why you? Time. Huh? What's that? You gotta be nice to me on this call. Here's why. No, I, I don't like you that much. Well, <laughs> well, at least, at least we have something in common. Uh, so, Absolutely. Uh, the um. Uh, I've been I have been selected uh, or just been asked to be a member of the <laughs> of helping select the Titans 25th anniversary team. I'm on the selection committee. Okay. The okay. Titans okay. asked me to do that, and then they give me. Okay. I've got four wide receivers, and they give me uh, six. Sorry about that. Uh, what the hell was that? I, Sorry about that. That was me. I, But they give me. Um, 12, they give me 17 to choose from. Well, there hadn't been that many good receivers. There hadn't been that yeah, many okay, good okay. receivers uh, since in the last 25 years. Derek yeah. Mason, Kendall yeah. Wright, 
Justin McCarrens. Okay. Lavelle Hawkins. Kevin Dyson. Nate Washington. What you said. Corey Davis. Yeah. Damon Williams. See, y'all tripping. If I don't listen, I'm Brandon Jones. I'm not making this up. Nick Westbrook mm-hmm. Akini. Are you kidding? Roy Dell Williams. Lord have mercy. Roy oh, Dell. Oh, I'm just telling you, I'm emphasizing just heading and uh Drew Bennett. Oh. Kenny Britt. Okay. Justin Gage. Okay. Tajay what? Sharp. Are you kidding me? And AJ Brown and Chris Sanders. There you go. Man, I love you guys. Hey, let's have a great <laughs> show. I'm glad I'm on the list. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 if, I'll give you $12 and 25 cents if you if you can guess my yards per catch during my rookie season. 21, 21. Swing and a miss. Nine, 19. Swing and a miss. Well, what was it? 23.5. On wait, on how many catches, Chris? I had thirty-five for eight twenty-three. Okay, yeah, wow, that's, that's, that's why he's on this. We only threw the ball once in a while. We threw the ball when we when we had it coming out of a timeout. That's all we had. Well, well that, only, was, yeah. What was there? Was yeah. Eddie George first? Eddie George second? Frank Wycheck third? Were, and no, wide receivers get in where you fit in, right? Year. Huh? They, they was throwing it to Frank Wycheck, Frank Wycheck, Frank Wycheck. Okay, let's give Chris one. Frank Wycheck, Frank Wycheck, Frank Wycheck. Chris, give Chris one. Frank Wycheck. So it was kind of like well, that. Well, they understand the reason why, because you didn't know how to run routes. They just said, Chris, go long. What you said? Well, my routes was clean, man. I had a bad afro, I had a bad mustache. When you have a bad afro and you have a bad mustache, you can run routes. What's that guy who used to play for the Indianapolis Colts? Marvin Harrison? Yeah. He had the worst mustache ever. Yeah. So that's why he knew how to run routes. I covered him in college in Syracuse, Chris, and he, he always had that cheesy mustache he did he looked like one of the whispers remember the whispers <laughs> <laughs> you are not right he looked like one of the whispers and, and the beat goes yep. just like my love, love. everlasting right. oh that's some good music right there boy you're taking me back hey, you hey, just shoot, lost shoot. my vote with that singing okay <laughs> are you serious no i know uh, i don't hey. I, yeah pity vote True story. I remember I was at the Perry Lays and, and we were walking, just kind of walking around the street a little bit. I said, man, what if the whispers walk by? <laughs> they walked by, man. I was like, man, them dudes are little, but that mustache was sticking out. You can see it in the lights. They're just staring at you. Like, <laughs> but it wasn't just one of them. It was two of them. Yeah, the twins. Yeah, the twins. All right. <laughs> okay, you know, and here. everybody, right. I just want you to know, Chris does not drink. I just let you yeah, know that. Yeah. Can, no, not at all. Not at all. Not can, at it's all. a natural high. Can, can I ask an act, <laughs> can I ask yeah. an act, actual question here now? Sure. All right, sure. Chris, uh, where are you at with Levis? If he's available, do you do, should Vrabel play him these last two games, or you know just put him on ice and make sure he's healthy going into next nah. year? No, nah, I think he should play because as a quarterback and everybody expecting him to be great next year, he needs reps. He needs to understand, you know, defenses. I mean, if you look at the first game they played against the Atlanta Falcons, everything was set for him. When I say set for him, they were just in cover one. He can just throw it to the wide receiver or throw it to uh, Hop. But now you get in a situation when the defense has started being complicated and now you have to make the right decision. The only way you're going to make those right decisions is if you consistently get reps. So I think that if, 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 if he is healthy, I think he should play because that's just going to make him better in the long run. Yeah, and it, it just but you can design things to mitigate his exposure, right? Design the plays, the quick yeah. drops, you know, move quick hitches just to get that ball out, right? And, and you know yeah. the thing is too, the Texans, you know, this is a rivalry. We all know that. I think during right. more your times and you know than the the first 
10 or 15 years of this franchise, it became the Colts mm -hmm. because that these were the two teams that were you know having the most success in the new the new division. Absolutely. But going back That's down there, yeah. I think it's good for him to play in a hostile environment. And I think they're going to yep. have that because Houston has a lot to play for. Yes, they do because I mean they have a chance to make the playoffs because every you know everybody's at it, but eight and seven as opposed to the Tennessee Titans. So this this game is big. I don't know if C.J. Stroud is playing. But you know it's going to be hostile there. You know that everybody's upset because the Titans had the jerseys on. So, you know, J.J. Watt's mad. The mascot's mad. The owner's mad. The people who are driving <laughs> on the highway's mad. So you better believe it's going to be a hostile John McClain's mad. John McClain's <laughs> mad. Yeah, everybody's mad. Everybody's mad. So, so he's going to have to come. I think, it, I think it will be good for him because now, you know, you get to see what this kid is made about, made of because you've got a situation where you're not going to the playoffs, nothing is in front of you. How is he going to respond? Does he still have that same tenacity? Can he lead a team? Can he control the huddle? Can he take command? Things like that that I definitely want to see. We saw the glimpse of it in the Atlanta game in San Diego, Chargers, uh, San, San Diego Chargers, not San Diego, Los Angeles Chargers game. But I want to see that you go into a hostile environment, and that's a great point that you made. You know, my uh, daughter, uh, eight, oh, eight days ago, Alice Rose, I'm a granddaddy. And mm -hmm. um, so, but she, they came over and we were watching this old baseball all-star game. I don't know what it was. And, and there was a guy that kept talking. They interviewed him and he kept on talking in third person. Then he stole second base oh, and God. literally stole the base, pulled no, it out of the God. ground and took it to the dugout with him. And, and, and Grace goes, is that, <laughs> is that Chris Sanderson? And I said, no, that's Ricky Henderson. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, guess what here? I was listening to a song, and it, you know, it was jamming. I was getting my groove on. I was dropping like it's hot. And uh, this guy started singing, and my daughter was like, Dad, is that the guy you do the radio with, Greg? I said, no, nah, man, that's Billy Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, Rich and married to Christy Brinkley for a long time. Yeah, that, he's, that he's, yeah, he's, yeah. he's done well for himself. Thank you. Thank I, you. I saw you him here in Nashville last year. Shorts. <laughs> yeah. uh, Chris, uh, Yes. In the first hour, I had to raise my hand and admit I was wrong about DeAndre Hopkins. I didn't like the fit when they signed him. I thought it would be a situation yes. where if the team wasn't doing well and he wasn't getting his targets yep. and his catches, he was going to kind of make waves. He's been a consummate oh, professional oh. since being here, so I, I was wrong about him. What have you seen from him this year, not only on the field, but the way he's conducted himself off the field? Oh, man, I think he's done well. And I think the guy that's benefiting from that is, is, is Will Levis because Will Levis, they argue a little bit on the sidelines, but they make each other better. And when you have a veteran guy like that, that that expects to make plays and has the tenacity to win, I mean, watch how he catches the football. Watch how he beats man-to-man -man coverage. You just want a guy like that. I mean, you got the young players like Burks and Phillips that can actually learn from him. And I know he's not as fast as he was last year, but he has the capacity every time to make that big play. Why? Because he's done it so many times. Because if you look at the, the routes that he runs, I know he runs a lot of crossing routes, and he's you know, when he catches the ball when he's open, but look at when he catches the ball when it's tight coverage. Look at his, the way he, he moves his body, the way he tiptoes to keep it in bounds. So he's a special, special player. What about Burks? You know, I know a lot of people are probably, you know, busting out the B word for him. I know he hasn't been healthy. He's got some ability. Uh, you know, should the Titans stick with this guy or are you ready to have him move on? What, where are you at with Traylon Burks? You know, I don't want to give up on him yet. You know, we always talk about what, you know, a guy has potential, but basically potential is hidden ability. I don't want to see the hidden ability. I want to see the ability come to fruition. So if he just if he can just stay healthy, because when that guy is healthy, he can make some plays. Look at some of the plays he made the week before against the Texans 
Uh, yeah, the Texans, when you throw him a couple of routes, he had three for 62. So he has the capability of making plays. He has the capability of making that tough catch. But if you're not available and you're on the sidelines, you're not going to be available to the team. Chris Sanders with us. Uh, Chris, you have a good Christmas? Seriously. Uh, good Christmas. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. It was crazy, but it, it, it was really, really good. You know, you didn't buy nothing. Nobody got me nothing. I wanted some goat cheese. He didn't give me anything either. No, actually, Some goat cheese. I want some goat cheese. I want, well, go I want milk. With the head we'll on just the goat. go milk. What do you, what what do you want milk goat cheese yourself? for, Chris? I don't I just want, I want, just want some goat cheese. It's like, what you want? Because you I always want, the goat cheese. You know what? I, want, I just want, want a big wheel cheese. of cheese. I don't even eat yeah, cheese anymore. Yeah, but you got to put some stank on it. You got to put some goat cheese. So you get goat cheese. Goat cheese. Get goat. Go get goat some goat cheese. cheese. Like, like you got a whole bunch of chew in your mouth. Goat cheese. Hey, what do you want, your Dr. Pepper? I want some goat cheese. What do you want with those greens? What do you want with them black eyed peas? I want some goat cheese. Some goat cheese. Give me some goat cheese. Okay, I'm, okay, I'm stopping. Really? <laughs> wow. We've okay, lost I'm Kevin. Right? Hey, Chris. <laughs> He's on a roll. You need to get back to teaching school, man. This, this, this Christmas know, break I'm, wearing I'm, you hey, out. Man, the stuff that's been going on, man, I need to get back to school, man. I, I've been jumping over the couch and, you know, acting like I'm a long jumper at the house, so. It's been crazy. The uh, <laughs> Buckeyes play tomorrow night. What do they play? Uh, yeah. Uh, Missouri. Mizzou. Yeah. Yeah. What about that? You going to be watching? Oh, I think it's yeah. gonna be Is good. Harrison announced yet nah, whether or not he's gonna, playing? He's opting out, right? Har- Marvin they're, they're Harrison's not be, playing that game, right? I, no, I don't think so. Shoot, I wouldn't. I mean, no, heck no. Let me rewind it. I would play. Heck yeah, I would play. But he's not going to play because I don't know if he's going to the pros or he's going to come back. If I'm him, I'm going to come back because you're going to get somebody wants to pay him $20 million to stay. What? I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay. You can I'll, I'll actually make state. more money on the in the NIL than you can on the first four years of your rookie contract. Not really. Not. It depends on where you get drafted yeah. at yet. For him, he's gonna be the top two pick. He's gonna get like a twenty-five million dollars signing bonus to make it fourteen. So he'll make, and then he'll do endorsements like that. But you know, man, I'm I'm gonna have to dust my cleats off and see if I got some eligibility left. Man, I can get an NIL for twenty-five cent or twenty-five dollars. Or just like some coupons from uh from uh from, from McDonald's or something. Give me something, man. Or get a biggie bag at Wendy's. I mean, I'm a, give me something. I need an NIL deal. I'll and give I you some goat just, cheese. I don't need the frosty. You want some goat, some goat cheese? cheese? Yeah, some, some goat cheese. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys love you guys. You guys are awesome. I'm not gonna hang up on you this time, big gummy. Hey, no, I'm a nice Chris, guy. No, Chris, Chris, seriously, so I'm not gonna happy hang, New I'm not Year. Gonna hang up no, on but you. I I'm, got one. My, my daughter. Oh, my God. My daughter was watching TV, and she saw this guy, and it went like this. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Two can play that game. (laughs) He just hung up on Chris Sanders. He hung up on us last week. Remember that? Last two times. Last two times he got us, so I I got him that time. All right, we're wide open the top of the hour. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thank you, but you knew what You're, I wanted. We already talked about that. You are, you are something else, bro. He hung <laughs> up on us twice. He did. You're right. And it's, setting it up, and we hooked us in. You're All not right. wrong. Sorry, that, I, that's that's wild. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council.
Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com/joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. Hmm, this is something I wish I'd known. Many people who live in Tennessee are eligible for help paying for healthy food for pregnant and new moms, their babies, and young children, but don't realize it. Family income can be higher than you think. There's a website called TennesseeMeals.com for more information. Assistance for healthy food for expectant moms and young children. This information I need to share. TennesseeMeals.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Justice Center, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters. It's the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. New MTSU football coach Derek Mason. Right now, man, I get the best of both worlds. I get a chance to coach a football team, build a program, do it in a place that I'm somewhat familiar with, and do it with my family. It's important that this area, this community, uh, like really gets a chance to get behind something that it believes in. And I believe MTSU is that program. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Wow, those guys are still on. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. If you want to give us a call, just hanging out in here, just kicking it, just kicking it. Here on the Bill King Show. So, what do you got going on for New Year's, man? You're gonna be hey, uh, nothing, nothing. I'm I don't do anything. You're, nothing. you're not gonna be like downtown watching a music note drop at midnight. Do they do that there, or do they do that over it? No, they the, do it over at Centennial, Centennial Park. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. 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 Uh, downtown's the fireworks. Well, you, you yeah. definitely New fireworks. Year's Eve. You definitely yeah. want to be checking out News Channel Five. We got we got coverage all yeah. night long leading into CBS's uh, big 
Nashville New Year's Eve bash special. That's right. It's going to be a party. I watched I got, that last year. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was good, well, wasn't it? Yeah, because I'm at the house. I'm not, you know, I'm watching right. bowl games or whatever we got on yeah. Sunday night. I guess we had what NFL, right? Sunday night. Yeah. Uh, Lainey Wilson invited me to come hang out with her. I was like, nah, I got people in town. Look at you yeah, maybe, names. maybe, maybe some other time. Lainey, huh? <laughs> yeah, you know. Why don't you get her on picking with the pickers? Yeah, man, well, big you know, boy. Me, yeah, me and Lainey are cool. You know, that that is not a true statement. I don't know what? her. <laughs> She's, uh, she's very popular with the men. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, oh, I know. All across America. Very oh, popular. Oh, wow, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, come... I mean, she's a she's very talented. Yes. But, in many in many ways. But very much a uh, a small town girl, like yeah. a small town in Texas. Oh, she's a country yeah. girl now. Yep, yep, she's yep, got yep. that thick accent and mm-hmm. everything, so. 615-844-5600. Doug. <laughs> Speaking of thick. Hi, Doug. Good morning, man. Good morning, Doug. This went well for you. Yeah, you too, man. How was it? Uh, wife had COVID quarantine. Oh, jeez! Microwave food. So, oh man, I did that happened to me last year. I went home and and uh, I was supposed to stay with one of my best friends that I've known all my life. Him, his wife, and his daughter all got COVID, and I had actually ended up staying in a hotel. I I did the same thing when I. Well, you remember last? Hotel, but... Remember my fishing trip last <laughs> yeah, year for yeah. a week that lasted one day. <laughs> yeah. I, I flew down one day and flew back the next because the yep. guy I was staying with had mm-hmm. COVID. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. Changes the lifestyle, but you know what? Living's good. So we're yeah. for best family. Well, uh, uh, best to the wife. I hope she feels better soon. I just got to do what I did. I said the rules don't change because of someone else, and then. Then it changes with you. Same thing I did. She had to do so. Yeah, she she's gonna man, manage. She'll be okay. She Good. still got a nice piece of couple of carrots gift for Christmas. Oh, okay. look at you! Hey, man, happy wife, happy life, bro. Really, Good. I got my Good on carrots you. too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> went right yeah. in the and stew some, and some celery and some yeah. blue cheese too, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I had to make some stew, and I, I lost a couple of carrots in the stew and a couple of carrots at the jewelry store. So. Uh, Pretty good dent in my credit card. Nah, you can't hide money. That's right. Packing like a mining mule. What else I got? There's somebody else's picture on it. It's not my picture. It's not my money, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Got a question for you guys. I I know, you know, they're talking about the quarterback issue, but my thing is, if if we saw that many different faces, faces in the game Sunday, you know, what, 20-something different players, Mm -hmm. either you're, you know, filling in for a guy on IR Auditioning for a job, auditioning for another team, and we got a ratchet old O line. So my thing is, if quarterback one had to stand behind that line, then quarterback two had to stand behind that ratchet line. Why not Malik Willis? I'd be like, dude, tag your it. Everybody else had to do it. It's your turn. Because are we hiding his imperfections, or are we just saying he's just not good enough? They've done. They're yeah, done. They're, they're done. done. They're done. With I think them, they're done. And with him. you know, Vrabel still wants to try and win these games, and. Either Will Levis or Ryan Tannehill gives you a better chance to win than Malik Willis. Vrabel's not just going to throw him out there. Hey, go run around, you know, see what happens. He's trying to win these last two games. Get your quarterback killed too. We see that every week. He can't play. Can't play scared. And this this is big. This big boy football. This is this is what you sign up for, right, Dougie? Mm -hmm. Now I understand. By the way, are you building him to trade him? What are you doing? Who? Levis? Malik, I mean, put him out there, let him catch some bullets. <laughs> no, get no, what? No, what a, a, no. a bucket of footballs right. that are you're worn not, out. You're not going to get anything from him. They'll probably just release him. Couple, couple of shoelaces. Yeah. Ah, you might be able to get a mid, mid, mid no, to late round pick. Nobody's for him. giving up a draft right. pick for him. By nobody. The way, by the way, I forgot to do this, Dougie. For, uh, for, uh, for, 
fresh. My Why bad. would they give up a draft pick when they could just go right out there and yeah. get him on the open market but, as soon as the season's but, over? But seriously, to answer your question, Doug, your question is why not just put Malik out there and let him and let him play? Um, Vrabel doesn't operate that way. He he wants to win on Sunday, and he and he wants to beat the Jaguars uh, a week from Sunday. That's just his mentality. That's how he rolls. I agree. Love to see competition, but I also would like to see him out there at least a cup a series or something. I mean, we haven't seen him in any capacity. Just just want to see him. Thanks, man. Hope you have a good Christmas. All right, see you. I'm with Doug. Yeah. I know. You, I know what you said that. Yeah. You said that. Just put him out why, there. Why help Tannehill out any? Uh, I mean, really. <laughs> I don't think he's playing in Tannehill to help him. But I, I, think, I don't think he's playing Tannehill at all. To and help I, him. I know you guys say he's dead rubber anyway, but I, do you not want one more look at? I mean, what's one more look gonna do? I mean, would you rather? I don't know. And I get it. I get what you're saying, John. You want to win the football games, but boy, I, I don't know. I mean, I could see your argument. But I just think Vrabel, the way he's wired, it's like, no, we're I'm 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 gonna try and go out and win these last two games. And I'm not saying he has to And even a hobble and... Levis probably gives you a better chance to win than sure. a fully healthy Malik Willis. Sure, but I, I think to trot Tannehill out there every single play for the next two games, why? I, I don't know. I give I think you give Malik a, a couple more chances. I, I I think I they've already think, made up their I, mind. I, I on think so Malik too. Willis. I don't I don't disagree, but I'm right. just telling you what I think they think. No, I know. I think I, I think, I think, yeah. that's I think the door is shut yep, on yep. Malik Willis. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and I think that's unfair. For, quite frankly, he's playing for he'd be playing for a GM that didn't draft mm-hmm. him, and I think, um, what they did do him in that Atlanta game, John, was so unfair on yeah. him, and they made him a martyr. I, Mike Vrabel made Malik Willis a martyr that day by him saying all week. Well, we don't know what's going to happen right. just yet. And both then they quarterbacks threw him will in play. There. You're right because Vrabel all that week. Both quarterbacks will play. Well, you know it's it's been reported that Levis will start. I don't know where that came from. Both quarterbacks it's will play. Ridiculous. And so Levis starts and Willis gets in there for that one you know foobar of a play, like you said. Right. And but that's for Vrabel to be able to say, "See, I'm a man of my word. I told you both quarterbacks were going to play. Both quarterbacks played." You're right. That was a, that was a disaster. Cared more about the optics than winning the football yeah, game. Yeah, you're day. right. I, and they yeah. ended up winning, but whatever. Yeah, I think I think Vrabel, you know, he wanted to win the game, but I think you're right. I think he cared a lot about, you know, I don't want to be made out to be a liar here. You know, I said both quarterbacks were going to play, and technically they did. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. Kevin, what up, Kevin? Happy holidays. How we doing? You sir? What's up, well. Muley? Man. Patton, uh, Lots of buzz Patton for this Citrus made. Bowl, baby. Jabari Small That's... out. Buzz, all kinds of buzz. Citrus Bowl, baby. Woo, here we go. Well, you, you're burying the lead, old buddy. <laughs> Nico. Yeah. Nico, now, did Milton Nico officially opt out? or there, But, but Hypo's going to start Nico, right? Yeah, I mean, do you even do you even uh, Twitter, dude? Do you do do? No, nah, not that much anymore. Yeah, Elon uh, Musk pissed me off. That's such a really a valuable tool when finding out what's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, if you want breaking news, you might want to. Uh, what? No. Sorry, who broke uh, that? Who broke that? No, nah, Patton told Austin us actually Price. during a break. Did Austin Price break it? Yeah. I heard him on the radio yesterday talking that he. See, here's he the thing, Muley, yeah. and I hate to break this to you. Nobody really cares about this Citrus Bowl, so you know. Mm. So uh, you would be wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think you're wrong too. I care. I'll watch it. I want to see Nico play. No, I'm curious. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it's Nico. It's going to be. It, I guarantee it'll be a sellout. Guarantee. 
I got so a buddy of mine going care, up, John. going yeah. down. Just because you don't care, John. I didn't say I don't care. I didn't say I don't care, Mulehead. Yeah. And, and by the way, it's I didn't the say that. citrus. I never right? said that. And what can you do? You can't spell citrus without oh, UT. Here we go, here here we go, we go. Kevin, just for you. <laughs> well, let's play the hits just I never for said, you. By the way, Kevin, you're putting words in my mouth. I never said I don't care. I, I care. Saying, you just said you didn't care. No, nobody I said cares. nobody cares. Well, are you... That would include I you. am a nobody, but I'm not a nobody. In this well, that business. makes no sense. I it's, care. It, it isn't exactly the most sexiest of matches. No. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, I, I'll watch it because it's <laughs> Play Tennessee. that juggernaut Iowa offense that averages 12 well, points okay, a game. Okay, all right. Well, let's get down to it. What, hey, what hey, are we Pat, having? Uh, what are we having, hey, okay? Pat, uh, what, what, what time does Vandy Oh, come on. All right. All right. All right, uh, Muley. Vandy football scrimmaging Pearl Cone, uh, 3 <laughs> o'clock on Saturday, Kevin. <laughs> I was, I was going to make a comment about Pat, and I was hearing him talk about the tights. I was like, man, is, are you sure Pat hasn't been married for like 30 yeah, years? He's, a, he's the old fart in the room right here. I'm, I'm telling you, he is. Vandy he's more get tight. up. Yeah, yeah. Between Vandy and the tights, man, it's it's, it's rough on Hey, Kevin, you might need to get Tannehill a job after the season. He looks cooked out there. I think football's <laughs> over for him. You might need to Did get him a job. But uh, I, I'm excited about the Citrus Bowl. I don't know about you, Johnny Boy, but I'm excited. <laughs> oh, I'm about pumped, it. man! I cannot wait. <laughs> that, I'm just I'm on pins and needles. That game can't yeah, get here yeah. fast enough, Mulehead. <laughs> well, it's it's something to watch. The new era begins. The Nico era has begun. So it'd be interesting. I mean, Iowa's defense is loaded. I mean, I think they're number five nationally. So. <laughs> It's going to be a tough test for him uh, right off the bat. So we got players opted out. So it's time for other players to step up. I applaud Josh Heupel <laughs> for making this move. I didn't think he would. Yeah. I didn't think he was going to make it. Quite frankly. Well, I don't. I don't know how. Well, Milton kind of ate it along when he when he said out. he opted out. So, but uh, I don't yeah. know if he's opted out. Though. <laughs> no, there's there's a headline. Yeah, he I'm, re- I'm looking out. at a okay. headline right now online. Joe Milton opts <laughs> out of okay. Citrus Bowl. Nico Iamaliava will start. Well, that's for Tennessee. and good for him. Good for Joe. Thank you, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, you know, you, Joe, that last game against Vandy, we put up really good numbers. You're going against Iowa, and you're missing some key players in that game. So, you know, his stock it it, won't, it, it can only go down. So, I, I think that's probably a wise move for him to. Yeah, I, I don't. He'd really have to stink it up because that will not be much of a factor at all. Where he's going to be drafted, it'll be all the workouts, and I think he's going to get drafted probably the top three rounds because of his arm. Oh yeah, he's he'll oh, definitely yeah. get drafted. But I appreciate his what he did for Tennessee. I mean, in this era where everybody takes their ball and go home, and he stuck around, and uh, he you know he he represented the university well. He's a class act. He did a lot of stuff behind the scenes with children hospitals and stuff like that so he's a good dude so i i, I was very proud of the way he represented the university of tennessee he I gave his all for tennessee mulehead bfl brothers <laughs> y'all have a good day thanks mulehead appreciate it i wish kevin would have ripped in i know joe's a great guy but i mean let's not forget what the expectations were coming into this year bro you are tough on quarterbacks man have you I, always been this way well i mean <laughs> i i think we're just rewriting history a little bit on what tennessee was supposed to be this year yeah i know i know yeah moving the goalpost yeah that's i mean that's I, why that's why i pick that's why i, I like to pick on Ke- uh, 
Kevin sometimes just because, you know, Vol fan can be. I mean, after that Clemson <laughs> Bowl game, I mean. Right. Yeah, it was supposed uh, to be 11 and 1. A, you know. a few Vol fans had the, the Joe Milton uh, Heisman. Uh, in their fan duels, in their bet and draft kit. I, I don't know. I, well, remember, remember uh, several weeks ago, Mulehead called up, and you know, I was talking about, yeah, Georgia's got the inside track to winning the East. He's like, oh, hold, 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 on, hold on a minute, John. <laughs> Tennessee is still in this. And then they went to Missouri and got poleaxed. So there you go. But, you know, that's, you know, I, I love Vol fan, but I also like to pick on Vol fan. You know, it's kind of like Mets and Jets fan being a Yankees and Giants fan. I, I like him, but I just, I like to pick on him. So, you know, but you know what, to his point, Milton, he fought the good fight. He's a good guy, you know, took a backseat to hooker, you know, season before last and didn't, you know, didn't say a word, you know, was good with it. Came back this year. You know, the offense wasn't quite the same, obviously, but you know, Hey, listen, eight and four. And like you said, I think this guy's going to go to the combine and really wow some people. I think with his arm strength and his mobility, I think he's going to kind of shoot up the rankings a little bit. Uh, you, I, I expect to hear a lot of you know pre-draft buzz about Joe Milton. Oh, the uh, tights and underwear Joe Milton workouts. Yeah. Will oh, have yeah, people yeah, the underwear Olympics. Uh, yeah, the underwear workouts with Joe Milton. People are like, oh, my God, look at the size of this guy. Look at his arm. He could throw it 80 yards uh, from his knees. Well, that Zach Wilson throw at yep. the uh, BYU, con- I mean, that got him drafted yep. number two overall <laughs> yeah, or whatever it was. Exactly. So imagine yeah. what Joe Milton's going to be able to do. I know, I know, because you know how scouts are and coaches are about about a guy with a with a cannon for an arm like him. Yep. Oh, I can fit him in my my system. I I can bring him here. He's, I'll you know, we'll work on his touch and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, he's going to at the underwear Olympics. I think Joe Milton's going to emerge as a rising star. How much of the the season of eight and four, and, and as we realize now, the unrealistic expectations coming out of last year, okay? Just unrealistic. Right. Uh, Agreed. By, you know, 10 and one, 11 and, 11 and one, 10 and two type, you know, predictions and, and all that. But was it a disappointing season? You know, we've talked about that. Was it or wasn't it? Um, the Missouri loss really was the clunker of the bunch. Yep. Uh, and, and you sort of limp you know, through the Georgia game. Uh, how much was it on Milton? I'm just looking at his numbers. He completed. I think Florida was on him. Yeah. W- I just wasn't good enough. Right. Mm-hmm. And I just think the flow of the offense was just yeah. different. You know, you under hooker, it was a certain kind of flow to this offense. You know, the, you know, had a quick, lot more, had a lot more weapons, right. better weapons. That's true. Yep. That's true. Mm-hmm. He didn't have Cedric Tillman or Jalen Hyatt to throw to this year. Milton didn't, but I don't know. It just, you know the rhythm and the timing of the offense. I thought was a was a yep. tick or two off. He passed for twenty four thirty, so he averaged two twenty a game passing, sixteen touchdowns, five interceptions, a rating of one forty one. I don't know what that means. The college rating yeah, is a little bit yeah, different yeah, than a pro yeah, rating. Yeah. So I don't know, but I, you know, definitely the Florida game. He stuck, and that and that was yeah. sort of set the tone for the whole season. Yeah, I, I, uh, too. Yeah, if you're asking me, I would say. Maybe not a disappointing season, but certainly two, B B minus. Yeah, B yeah, minus. Yeah, B minus. And I would say two two very disappointing games. Right, the Florida game and the Missouri game. You know, and really, you could throw Alabama in there. They were leading what twenty to seven yeah, at the half, second or whatever half, it that was. Whole offense, that second yeah, half was a disaster was for the Ghosts. Yeah. I just think in the big moments, I think 
for me, a quarterback, if you're going to grade him high in the big moments, you need him. And I didn't think Joe Milton was there to be found when Tennessee needed a drive against Alabama in the second half. Yep. Flo- I mean, Florida, you needed one drive and you were going to win that football game, <laughs> at least kind of early in that third quarter. But offense stuck it up and there they go. Hey, man, they put up 59 on UConn. Okay, back right. off. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Man. They beat Vanderbilt's ass. <laughs> That yeah. bar is pretty low. So, right I don't know. What, what do you think? Disappointing? Would you use the word disappointing, Greg, to describe uh, UT? Uh, you lose to your three biggest yeah, rivals. Yeah, I would say yeah. Dis- disappointing. Yeah. yeah. With the uh, balanced against the expectations, yes. I think eight and four was disappointing. I'd ask UT fans. I, yeah. think they, I think they're the ones that would be answered. I think they would say, in large part, that they're disappointed, not you know, running down the street, you know, with their hair on fire, disappointed, but you know, I kind of, I kind of had them at nine and three coming in and they finished eight and four. Mm-hmm. And to Patton's point, you know, you did lose to two of your three biggest rivals and, you know, had you won one of those mm-hmm. games and you got well, a nine and three, we probably, we would probably be feeling a little bit better about this season. Well, Alabama, Georgia, they're not in that league yet. Right. Uh, okay, right. they're just not. Okay. Right. Now, so, Vol fan yeah. thinks they are, well, but and, they're and not. And they had a shot at Alabama, but they they, they disappeared in the second half. Right. The Florida was the one. That's that's the nine and three. Well, they and, just, and when it happened in, what, third week of the year? In a pretty yeah. mediocre Florida. Yeah. yeah, and they got bullied in yeah. that game. You know, they, they ran the ball at will, and like you said, couldn't make any plays offensively in that second half to get them back in the game, and so there you go. All right, we'll take a break. You want to call the show? Here's how. 615-844-5600. Everyone loves Nashville right now. It's the perfect family getaway, but it isn't just known for its food, bright lights, and music. It's also known for football. The Trans Perfect Music City Bowl is coming to Nissan Stadium on December 30th. Come see Auburn versus Maryland right here in Music City. The music, the food, the fun. Spend your weekend in Nashville. It's your family's perfect start to the new year. Tickets are available now at MusicCityBowl.com and on SeatGeek. Brought to you by Tennessee Lottery. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team from any seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville Double Stack, or the world-famous Bar Lines Grinder. Oh, you've never heard of the Bar Lines Grinder? Two kinds of cheese, lettuce, Dijon, smoked turkey, smoked bacon, smoked ham. Now that's some smoke you want. Local brews and local spirits are on tap at Bar Lines. Take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of Music City. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. 
When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Oh, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Welcome back live from the Strike and Spare studio. Call or text at 615-844-5600. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Bowl games today. Bowl games, bowl games, bowl games. You love Three your bowl games. Bogey loves his bowl games, they don't, ladies and they, gentlemen. They don't bother me. They don't bother me either. Nope. No, I didn't. Uh, yeah, uh, watch them. Don't watch them. One o'clock, the military bowl, Tulane and Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech ten and a half. These numbers were yesterday. Uh, Duke's Mayo Bowl, North Carolina, West Virginia, and Charlotte four thirty. Holiday Bowl. That's been that. That's been that next tier sort of bowl game forever. And it, yep. the Holiday Bowl, uh, sort of where the uh, big, big where the Rose Bowl runners up. A yeah. lot of time finished there uh, from the Big Ten and the Pac-12. I used to call it the BYU Bowl because it seemed like when <laughs> I was a kid in the 80s, uh, BYU played it every year. Yeah, Louisville Southern Cal, that's at 7. That's on Fox. And then at 8 o'clock tonight, this should be pretty good. Oklahoma State, Texas A&M, Oklahoma State, about a three, three-and-a-half-point favorite uh, tonight. What time's that game kick uh, off? 8 o'clock on ESPN. So 1, 4, 30. 8 o'clock our time? Yep. Okay. Yep. So, all right. Let's take a break. No, let's take a break. Let's take a call. Let's Good take a Lord. call. Let's do that. We just came out of a break. <laughs> yes, thank you very much. Jason. Hawkeye Jason. What's up, buddy? Good morning, Greg. John hey. Patton. Summer. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hey, John, have you seen the uh, Iron Claw movie yet? Not yet. We need to go. I, I'm interested in going to that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm off the next few days. I plan on checking it out uh, probably sometime early next week. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but I told my wife about the story of the Von Eric, and she's just like, this is just crazy it's a hell of a story oh it is just it's so unique but that's that's what make hollywood movies great if it's a story that's just unbelievable or unique and this one is just very unique and you know you hope it doesn't happen to another family but you know it was nice to see you know kevin von eric and his two kids on um, aew the other wednesday night too when they were down in the dallas area yeah he's uh he's the sole survivor yep sole survivor so because the last segment was just as exciting, we can talk some more Citrus Bowl. Um, 
here's the thing about the Citrus Bowl. I know I know Destin Wade, that you know, great high school athlete out of Summit High School, just nearby here in Spring Hill, Tennessee. That that was tough for him to throw him against the Iowa defense in his first start. Um, I mean, Iowa defense is just just nasty. The offense is just the exact opposite. I don't think I've ever seen a football team that can have a defense that good and offense that bad. I guess maybe you could say LSU would be the inverse. You know, awesome offense, bad defense, but. Man, Nico's just has so much more of an upside. It feels like, I mean, five-star recruit. Um, I just don't trust that Iowa offense just to move the ball at all because Tennessee defense has been better this year. Um, you know, even though Tennessee did go eight and four, the defense was better. I think the offense just wasn't quite as good. I think what makes this bowl game probably exciting just for the non-casual observer, John Burton, is that it's just a very contrast in styles. That's what makes a lot of bowl games to me interesting. If you have just very contrast in styles. Um, so I think that I think, like I said, I think Tennessee's still going to win. You know, they have the better roster. Iowa has the much better defense. But like I said, I think the contrast in style is, is going to be really interesting to watch. Yeah, um, is it the contract extension that Brian Ferentz had the the offense had to average <laughs> X amount of points per game for him mm. to get a contract bump? Is that right? For him to yeah, keep his was, job or keep yeah, his to job? Yes. Yeah. He keep his job because of Iowa nepotism laws. Brian, you know, Brian Ferris doesn't report to the head coach. Brian Ferris reported to the athletic director. Well, there was a change in athletic director earlier this year at Iowa, and everybody could see except Kirk Ferris that this 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 Iowa offense is just not going to get better. It's just, I mean, it's like historically bad. It's like top ten worst in the country, and, and it's amazing that the defense is that good. I mean, Phil Parker has to go against two defenses in every game, the opponent and then his own defense, because they're going three and out every time the Iowa offense is. So the acting Iowa AD basically you know, said, Brian Ferentz, you're not coming back next season. And so right now Iowa's still looking for an offensive coordinator. I feel like it may be Paul Christ of Wisconsin. <laughs> you know, So we'll see what happens there, You know, just because of the style of play. I think the Paul Christ would be a very good fit because of style of play. Um, somebody mentioned the Scott Frost you know, applied for that job because you can apply for it on the, the Iowa website. But I just don't think the Scott Frost style of play and it just feels like Scott Frost kind of behind the scenes wouldn't be a good fit there. But, yeah, there was it was kind of a weird contract situation with Brian Ferentz there with the, hey, you got to average 25 points a game. Crazy. Keep your job. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. Happy New Year to you, man. Happy New Year, guys. See you guys. Bye. Uh, Iowa ranked dead last in the country in yards per game, 249. Yeah, what they have, it's like legit, like 12 points a game or like 15 points a game, something like that. I know it's in the teens. Yeah, I just look at all the numbers uh, and just how bad they are and just uh, and, and everything. All right, good Lord. What did they average this year? I'm glad you brought it up. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, 21 points a game. Oh, okay. 21 points a game. Uh. Let's do this. Let's take a break. And then Kenny, uh, the mailman, and Schmitty will get to you right after the break. Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. 
Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. Oh, oh, open that one. It's for me. Holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Best gift ever! Wait, these tickets are already scratched. Yeah, it was me. I was just so excited. But look, we won! Tis the season for epic cash prizes. This year, give the most winning gift of all. Holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Oh, what game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. John Morant, first game back after the 25 games, 34 points, 8 assists, and he hits the game winner at a walk-off. Welcome so, back. hello there. Yeah. Uh, happy for the Grizzlies, happy for the city of Memphis. Good to have them back. Let's keep them there. Stay healthy, fall out, keep your nose clean, be the superstar that we know you can be. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton, WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. It's like an itch on the palm of your hand. Got a few more moments and then we're 88 out of the gate. Adios, Kazoos. Kenny the Mailman. Hello, Kenny. Hello, good friends. Y'all were talking about Iowa's offensive stats. Yes. Yeah, it's ironic. The Titans are scouting their offensive players to draft for the upcoming year. But I'm uh, I'm in it the good way. Yeah. Hey, I I just want to take a minute and thank y'all. Y'all kept me company all year long, and I'm looking forward to another one. Well, thank you, Kenny. Appreciate Thanks, Kenny, you, man. Appreciate you, bud. And by the way, uh, little Alice appreciated her booties. She put them on. Hey, yep. Anything to keep you warm. And listen, you never know what you're going to hear when you tune into this show. So be prepared. 
I love <laughs> talking about even the little bowl games. I got so many good memories from the, and y'all mentioned the holiday bowl. Mm-hmm. I've talked to Trevor Maddich about, I believe it was the 1983 holiday bowl. And to this day, he says it's the greatest football game he's ever played in. It was BYU versus SMU. And BYU scored, I think, 20 points in the last three minutes to win the game. Yeah, was, was McMahon the quarterback then? Yes. Yeah. He, 19 players went on to play in the pro. Yeah, yeah, they had game. some good Craig teams. James, Remember that Eric year in 84? What was it, 1984, they won the national championship? Now, it was different back then. It was it was voting by the two, uh, what was it, UPI and the AP. But it was one of those years where all the favorites lost, like, early in the season and BYU just kept winning with Robbie Bosco as their quarterback, and they barely beat Michigan in in the Holiday Bowl, and they won. They got voted national champions. Yeah, here it was on the Mizlou Network Channel Thirty. You could barely see it, even with special rabbit ears. We've come <laughs> a long way, hadn't we? Sure have. Listen, all my best to y'all. I right, thank you, Peter. Appreciate it. Let's get Schmitty. Hello, Schmitty. Schmitty. Good. Good morning. Uh, you mentioned the uh, movie about the. Uh, Von Eric Brothers. I'm gonna try to say that I was living in, in in Dallas area during that time when they were so big. I remember one of them passed away, and it was it was quite sad. So I'm gonna try to see that. I did see the boys in the boat last night. That's a good movie. Really makes you appreciate the the sport of rowing and underdog story. Of the Washington. I haven't heard of, I haven't heard about that movie. Based on a true story. Yeah, there's a book about it. It's a good, good movie. I won't tell you the outcome, but uh, it's good. They uh, didn't sink. Hey, <laughs> last night at. Uh, that me and Dad went to Cracker Barrel. They were worried they hadn't seen him in 12 days. And uh, Dad brought up a story he had just read about Phil Williams, a great investigative reporter at Channel 5. And uh, I said, well, Dad, he's sitting right over there by the fireplace. Go over and say hello. <laughs> so he did. And, uh, no, he wasn't investigating me for anything. So that, that was, that was, that was <laughs> Yeah, well, a little life hack for you folks uh, out there listening. If Phil Williams comes up to you and he's got a cameraman and a microphone, just run. <laughs> chances are you did something wrong and he knows it so run but last thing you never know who you're gonna see at cracker barrel we was leaving about a year or two ago and walking in the lobby and i see this kind of short guy with tattoos and chains and a hat on backwards and i do a double take and i finally i walk over there and said sir are you a singer he says uh yes i am and it was keith urban oh wow so you just never know who you're going to see. So you didn't to. recognize Keith Urban, Schmitty? I I recognize him. Nobody else did. I actually saw him in the coal in Whole Foods a number of years ago. <laughs> all right, y'all have a good day. I'm cheering for all the underdogs in the bowl games today, so I'm going to need some luck, I guess. All right. The dogs, huh? Got, uh, yeah. Yeah. got three bowl games today. So he, if he's taking the dogs, he's got Bowling Green. No, that's yesterday. That's yesterday. He's got uh, Virginia Tech plus 10 and a half. No, excuse me. Tulane plus 10 and a half. North Carolina plus six and a half. Uh, Southern Cal plus seven. And Texas A&M plus three and a half. Those numbers were, they may have been updated. Those were last night or yesterday afternoon. Well, Brad said it. I, I think they're hitting about 60% right now or the, uh, yeah. the, the dogs. The dogs. The yeah, if you just blindly bet them. Yeah, if you're if you're if you're winning at a sixty percent clip, you know you're making money. You can't go broke making a profit. So you're gonna be watching all the uh, all those. Uh... Nah, <laughs> maybe tonight when I get, yeah. I get get some running around. To do yeah, this the Texas A&M game tonight will be yeah. will be fun to watch. I would gather. Yeah, not that's uh, not until eight o'clock too. Yeah, wow. 
Eight, eight o'clock our time. That's weird. Yep. A bowl game starting. Well, it's most people are off this week, just kicking well, out. It's six o'clock West Coast. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. There so you what do you got going on? Are you working any? Oh, yeah, bro. I got to get out to Titans practice later. I'll be anchoring tonight. It's getaway day for me on the TV side. So last day for a while. Good. Patton? I'm just chilling this week. Not much. No games. No nothing for me. Lipscomb's on the road. They got a FSU on the 30th. Uh, they play Florida State. So uh, hmm. I'll be tuned in to Lenny Acuff's side. There you go. What about you, Greg? I'm uh, just working. Gonna see, you know, working, uh, working. Going to see the grandbaby today? Not today. Not today. Saw her. She was a week old yesterday, so I had to uh, give her something. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <that's> a- <laughs> my, my, I'm her, she's already, she's not calling me Papa. She's calling me ATM. <laughs> <laughs> Get used to that. Nah, that's, that's what a, your daughter called you when yeah, she was, yeah, when she was yeah, growing up, right? Yep, yep. Nah, she was pretty good. I was going to say, you can't say no to her. No. You know? Or Clay. Right. All right. All right. Be all right. All right. Well, bowl games all day today. Everything happening. Preds tonight at, uh, no, that's, uh, what is tonight? Tonight's Wednesday. You're right. Preds, it in, is Preds and the Carolina Hurricanes tonight. Yeah. That's what I at thought. At Bridgestone. The yes, Hurricanes sir. in town tomorrow, uh, tonight. Tonight. We'll be back in there tomorrow morning, everybody. Oh, thank you for listening. Jim Rohn is next.